I'm Ben Gonzalez with the Texas Department of Insurance, and this is the Texas Insurance Podcast. On each episode, we look at an insurance topic, why it's important to you, and offer tips to help save you some money or protect your family or property. Today, we're talking about the dangers of carbon monoxide. Every year, thousands of people are sent to the emergency room with symptoms of carbon monoxide poisoning, and hundreds die. Today, we'll hear from the State Fire Marshal's Office about what homes need carbon monoxide alarms and what symptoms of carbon monoxide poisoning to be on the lookout for. We'll also talk to a Houston native who lost several family members to carbon monoxide after a hurricane cut electricity to their home and they turned to a portable generator for power. We start with Deputy State Fire Marshal Matthew Warren, who tells us even if you don't have a gas power generator, you still might need those carbon monoxide alarms. Matt, if I, if I don't have a generator and I don't right now, do I still need to have a carbon monoxide detector in my home? It's a good idea to have them in any home that has an attached garage. Um, um, you know, you start up your car and stuff like that. Also, if you have any fuel-fired appliances in your home, um, gas water heater, if you have gas heat, gas cooking appliances, even a fireplace, you need to have a CO alarm in your home. Now, now you mentioned the several gas-powered appliances. Does carbon monoxide only occur when something is, one of those appliances is malfunctioning? I mean, could the gas water heater that we've had for 15 years suddenly start emitting uh, CO? It's a possibility. You want to make sure that if you have gas appliances in your home, that you have them uh, inspected by a certified inspector at least once a year. Um, you can have, an example can be your, your gas hot water heater. The vent that vents the CO out of your home through the roof, you have a, a storm or something and that root, that vent gets damaged. And now instead of it venting the CO out through the roof like it's supposed to, it's venting it into your home. So that's why it's a good idea to have your appliances inspected. Wow, I hadn't even thought about that. So if it gets folded over or something, then it doesn't have anywhere to go at that point. Exactly. Um, so what are some symptoms of carbon monoxide poisoning that everybody should be aware of? Um, the early warning signs are usually a headache, fatigue, you can become dizzy, uh, you can become nauseated and vomit. Um, if you have prolonged exposure, you'll get short of breath, um, blurred vision, you'll even faint. And if you're exposed to it long enough, you, it can kill you. So that's why they call uh, carbon monoxide the silent killer, because it's odorless. Um, you, you don't even know that you're, you're breathing it in. So those symptoms, I guess, would be also important, especially if more than one person is experiencing it at the same time. That's a big red flag. That's a pretty good red flag. Another red flag is um, if you have um, illness, you know, you're experiencing these headaches, shortness of breath, fatigue, whatever, and then you leave your home to go shopping or whatever, and you suddenly feel better while you're out shopping. That's a pretty good indication that one of your appliances or several of your appliances may be emitting CO into your home. Gotcha. Okay, so where should we install our uh, carbon monoxide uh, detectors for the best possible safety? You want to make sure and put them on every level of your home. If you have a multi-story home, even if you have a basement, you want to make sure and put one in your basement. Um, you want to install, install them about five feet or so above the floor. You don't want them too low. You don't really want them too high, but you can install them on the ceiling. That's also okay. But you don't want to put them too close to any appliances that you have that are gas appliances. You want to install them about 
15 or so feet away from the appliance. If you install it too close to the appliance, then it's liable to go off and, and give you false alarms. Gotcha. Okay, so, and if that alarm does go off, what am I supposed to do? Never ignore it. Um, you know, we've, we've seen people that think that it's chirping because the battery's dead or something. Just if it goes off, you want to make sure and take it seriously. You want to go outside, get everybody out of your home, um, go to a neighbor's house or use your cell phone to call 911. It's very important though that you go ahead and get out of the house. If conditions outside are dangerous or you need to help several other people get out, immediately open doors and windows to improve ventilation. Houston native Shaletta Brundage lost several family members after a hurricane in Louisiana. They thought they'd gotten through the worst of the disaster, but as they sheltered together, there was an unseen danger. My family's from Lake Charles, Louisiana. My father was born there. Um, my mother's grandmother uh, was born there. And so our roots run deep in Southwest Louisiana. And so when Hurricane Laura came through, most of our family evacuated, but um, the matriarch of my father's family, my Aunt Rosa Lewis, um, she's 80 plus years old. She had um, Alzheimer's and dementia. And so um, her daughter and her daughter's husband, who are her caretakers, decided that they would stay behind. Uh, they have a generator, they had water, they boarded up the house, um, they had food. And, and so they felt like they were in a good position to ride out the storm. And so they did successfully ride out the storm. Everybody talked to them the next day after Laura blew through, um, you know, the a historic storm. Um, and they had a couple of windows busted out. And that was pretty much it. Um, another relative, my father's brother, um, who also rode out the storm, had more severe damage to his home. And so my cousin Kim and her husband, Chris, invited my uncle over to um, their house because they had a generator. So they had lights and they could use the electricity. They could plug up the cell phones. You know how it goes, you know. Yeah, so the power was out for everybody in the area? The power was out for everybody. I mean, the electrical grids were completely taken down. And so um, with that storm, and so my uncle went to my cousin's house. So in one house, the night after the storm blew through, because again, everybody was fine from the actual storm. It was my father's sister, her husband, my father's brother, and my father's niece and nephew. So five family members. And when they went to bed, they had the generator in the attached garage. Um, they had the a garage door open and then they went to sleep and they never woke up because a um, strong wind came through, blew the garage door closed, and then the fumes from uh, the generator seeped into the house and they died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Everybody that was in the home? Everybody that was in the home. Um, four of the relatives died immediately. And um, my uncle-in-law, my aunt's husband, he died just a short time later. Do, do you know if there was a carbon monoxide detector in the home? There was not a detector in the home, no. Carbon monoxide poisoning is real and it needs to be taken seriously. And we need to educate ourselves and get detectors in our homes. When that happened to my relatives, I had a carbon monoxide detector in my home, but look what I did. I uh, took it out because it was beeping 
And I, my husband was at work and I didn't have time to put batteries in. I've got four kids and all of a sudden there's this beeping noise. That's in addition to the kids screaming, mom, and the phone ringing and, you know, the the, the cell phone beeping and, you know, the, them playing recorder and the teachers are coming through the Zooms and I'm like, no more noise. So I unplugged the carbon monoxide detectors and put them in the garage because they were beeping and needed new batteries. Completely forgot to tell my husband to change the batteries. And it wasn't until I lost five relatives in one night, two generations of my family gone in an instant that I went into the garage and started digging for those carbon monoxide detectors because they're life-saving. Um, I also learned that uh, this silent killer, um, you're not going to smell anything. Your eyes are not going to start itching. Your skin is not going to start burning. Um, you know, your nose is not going to feel it. It is deadly. It is silent. It is sneaky. You know, if you're in the house and your house is burning down, somebody may see flames and smoke and may break a window and come and rescue you. You know, the dog might start barking because he sees smoke or you might start choking from the smoke and wake up. But with carbon monoxide poisoning, you are not going to wake up. Nobody is going to know you are in that house dead until they don't see you. So it is so important for all of us to get detectors in our homes. Uh, You know, that $30 investment could save your life. Portable generators should only be used outside, at least 20 feet away from any doors or windows. And that includes the garage. That's all for today. If you need help understanding an insurance topic, visit our website at TDI.com. Texas.gov. If you have a specific insurance question, you can call our helpline at 800-252-3439. If you found this information useful, be sure to rate and review the Texas Insurance Podcast wherever you get podcasts. And of course, subscribe and share with your friends and family. We'll talk to you next time.